Hello and welcome to another episode of Worst Collection Ever presented by the Sideshow Network. This is the podcast where we tell you about the worst comic book collection in existence that just happens to belong to us. I'm Jen. I'm Sean. More comics. Yeah. Yeah, we <laughs> we have nothing uh Actually, do we have anything else to to talk about? I always feel like maybe we should kind of have some stuff to bring up before we get into the books. Uh, yeah, that might be uh, sure. interesting to share, but I don't think we do. No, not right now. I don't. We were just talking about paella. Yeah. Now I don't like shrimp. Yeah, but I do. So yeah. So I have to cook it a lot. So if you have any p- opinions on paella, <laughs> feel free to contact our show. Yeah, let us know how you feel about paella because I always feel like, oh, I should make it because it would make me cool. Yeah, I already. But, and then I realize that I don't like shrimp very much. <laughs> We'll get like one or two comments from our usuals, mm. you know, who have decisions about the about the delicious, mm, delicious paella, delicious seafood based uh, meals. <laughs> Which I'm, I'm a fan. I mean, I like. I mean, you know, I, I like uh, a good chowder. Well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like a good chowder? Well, not everybody likes clams. Mm. Mm. So, mm. yeah, they're wrong. Mm-hmm. However, it's one of those things where you know. I guess I'll just bring this up, but you know, we went to used to live in Boston. Yes. And uh you know, our Oh <laughs> I know what you're gonna talk about. <laughs> was about how how uh, overrated the legal seafood chowder is. Yeah, no, it's super overrated. Like so. they're like, Oh, but it gets served at like every inaugural dinner for the White House and you're like, Yeah, well I'm sorry, none of those people have the taste. Wait, does it really? Yeah. I think it has ever since like JFK was like Well that sucks for those people. I know, and it's not that good. <laughs> It's really, you know what, the best. That sucks for people that have to suffer through some shitty chowder. I know. Well, the best. No wonder Obama looks so worn out. I know. He's like, God damn it, I gotta eat this fucking chowder. He's like, really? I had to do this eight years. At least least I'll have to do it. At least if I I can get elected again, I don't get inaugurated again. (laughs) You know? But what if he gets invited? Can you pass on the chowder? Can you be like, no, thank you. I don't want I would ask for a hearty minestrone. Can you ask for that? I mean, if you're the president, you can't. No substitutions, Mr. President. Yeah, but if you're like, a former president, you might not get to make substitutions. You also could be, if you're allergic to seafood, you know, you might yeah. have to make a decision. But, uh, but the best chowder I had when we were in Boston was in Lynn, of all places, at the Porthole Pub. I don't know if you ever came there with us. I don't think I did. My aunt loves to go there. So, like, we would go there and it was like thick and good and like delicious. And then we'd go to legal seafood and it's just fucking water that's just white. <laughs> it's just like skim milk with like a potato in it and you're like no i don't want this fuck this this skim is not milk. chowder skim milk with potato yeah but it's like just like a bowl of skim milk with like one chunk of potato just like and they're like 19 dollars, please yeah and you're like yeah, fuck you a, no just overall legal seafood is kind of a racket mm-hmm. but but anyway, uh, that doesn't really have anything to do with anything. Yeah, I know, but we could, you know, whatever. It's our show. We talk about what we want. That's true. We don't have to talk about comic books at all. Ha ha. Worst, worst chowder ever. <laughs> Welcome back to Chowder Talk or Chowder Chat. Chowder Chat. <laughs> Welcome back to Chowder Chat here good. on the Sideshow Network. Yeah, this, is a, this would be a good conversation for uh, whatever food, like if we had like Alton Brown as a guest or something. <laughs> He'd probably think we're crazy people. What do you mean? He's the one that makes like sandwiches out of nitroglycerin or oh, whatever he no. does. Oh, it's one of those like what are they called? Um, 
like molecular gastronomy. He's a gastro guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a he's a food scientist. No. Anyways, um, okay, so let's get into our book. Uh, it is the chowder. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this book is about chowder, guys. That's why we were prefacing it with all that talk. We have a little bit of a banter beginning. We make sure it ties into the rest of the story, and then we go to it. That's what we do on the show. <laughs> Read and subscribe. Tell your friends. Five stars. Anyway, I really wish they'd stop talking about comic books and start talking about chowder. <laughs> uh, so we're doing The Ray, uh, volume two, uh, number 23, from May 1996. And the Ray mm-hmm. is uh, basically uh, DC's uh, light guy. Mm. I don't really know who he's analogous to. I probably I probably should know try to have have an answer for this, but I don't know who he's analogous to. Maybe Captain Marvel, the Monica Rambeau Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was more of like a full spectrum of rays and lights, and he's just pretty much just like sunlight like hard light sort of stuff um but he's like a light guy you know and he zaps around and uh he had like a weird uh outfit that kind of looked like a like a marching band kind of thing like his jacket hmm. or actually no actually the best way to describe it is uh in wcw sting <laughs> no 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 i'm gonna tie this in because in, in our wrestling fans what <laughs> Sean's best way to describe anything is to relate it to wrestling. <laughs> Pretty much, either that or The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, but basically, you know, uh, his outfit. If you're not familiar with the Ray, his jacket outfit kind of looks like uh, Sting was he was at WrestleMania with that cool coat. Well, sort of, yeah. But it was like back in the '90s, he used to wear basically what the Ray wears, but like different colors mm. and like shoulder pad, like things. Like it was kind of like a Captain Pep. People call it the Captain Pep, uh, the Captain Pepper, the Sergeant Pepper outfits, right? And he had like different colors and stuff. This is back when he was like California Sting, and uh, so basically the Ray, and he's got that. And he's got like his fin helmet, you know. Ray has his fin helmet. So, but on the cover here, uh, it says Zapped by Death Ray. And we have a, somebody that's kind of colored like the Ray in the black and gold, mm. which I think is actually an awesome scheme. Sure. I think it looks really cool. Uh, but and it's just this. I believe it is his villain death mask, uh, the Ray villain death mask, but basically colored like, you know, dressed like the Ray. It's a big B. A what? It's a B. A B. He's a big B. Big B. He's got gigantic fist. Uh, there's like circuitry at the bottom. There are tubes. Oh, there are tubes. There will be tubes. And what year is this again? 1996. Okay. So this is a this is a very cyber book. Hmm. You know, kind of like what's his face? Uh, you know, you know when uh, Billy Idol put out Cyberpunk the album. <laughs> you know, because it's you know, it's, you know when you when you get to the 90s, you're like cyber computers. You know, whatever. So this is kind of where there that is. There was a really terrible episode of the X-Files, probably one of the worst episodes. Well, there's actually two. Is it the same one? No, it's not. There's one where it's got, like, these, like, hackers and, like, a sentient computer that, like, blows shit up from space. And, like, this, like, goth cyberpunk hacker girl. That's a terrible episode. But then they have another one uh, where Mulder and Scully actually go into a virtual reality computer. And they have to like fight like some babe 
that's been created by the computer, but yeah. who is like now sentient and killing everybody. Both of those are terrible. Just as an FYI. But this was very 90s. It was very like, oh, it's cyber. And I think one of them was written by like like William Gibson or something. Um, But it was still bad. Yeah. Yeah. Computer stuff usually doesn't fascinate no, me. No, it, it's it usually ends up really, really cheesy and really bad. And it does not age well. Yeah. And it's funny because they just had a recently in the past couple of years, they had a CSI cyber. Or oh, CSI, no. like, a, like a tech version of it. That got canceled. <laughs> so... Yeah. Because it was probably a lot very boring. But... Is CSI Miami still on? Oh, that's a good question. I don't think I don't think so. That's probably for the best. I don't I don't think actually they have do they have any CSIs now? Because they had a bunch like New York's not around. I think Well I know because I was really excited about CSI New York because Gary Sinise was gonna be in it. Yeah. And Gary Sinise is kind of a badass, but it was terrible. Yeah. And I watched one episode and I was like, sorry, Gary Sinise, I can't watch this. And then I don't know what happened to uh, regular season, I think I canceled because it was like it went from like William Peterson to Ted Danson to fucking uh, what's his face, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Mm-hmm. I think he's the one that ended up as the last guy on that show. NCIS is still on. NCIS is still around. Whatever, which should not be. I don't even. I I don't watch any of those shows. All I know is they should not exist. Well, wow, we're getting off on a lot of tangents. <laughs> Sorry, Here's, it's funny because, like, yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, oh, we should talk about something beginning, and like, we totally did, and I'm like, wow, we're like not talking about comics. So. No, but here we are. This is a cyber comic. So well, here's a, you want, you, but you want to know why? Mm. Because this book is kind of boring. No, this book doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I'm hoping you can explain it to me because I read this beginning like three times, and I went, no, I don't get it. Well, I'll try my best here to explain. So basically, okay, so the Ray is a is Ray Terrell. Uh huh. He is this. Uh, he ju- and, and, and before this series started, there was a mini series, and he realized he found out that he is what. I just want to oh. see it because I I understand like that that's all good like the backstory, but it doesn't help me understand what's happening in this book. Okay, fine. But I just want to say basically what you need to know about the Ray is like basically he's like Green Lantern but with light. But he you know he can do make hard light constructs. He can basically, but he can also create you know heal himself with his light. He's a lantern he, without a ring. He can he can absorb he absorbs. Yeah, basically he's like he's a, like a, if Green Lantern fucked Superman and they had a child. And he was made out of like a Green Lantern ring. Yes. And absorb sunlight like absorb sunlight and he can like say like he, there's actually like a story where he got shot in the head and I guess he was able to turn himself into a light being and and save himself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can do that. Yep. Uh, apparently, he was a kid who was told when he was when he was when he was a kid, he was told that he because he was you know he was the son of the original Ray. Okay. But his his father wasn't around. His father didn't you know he was raised by somebody else, and he was told that he was uh, allergic to sunlight. So okay. he was taught in a in like a school with like shuttered windows and dark. He was you know there was a lot of like him never going outside. Uh huh. Some people are allergic to sun- to sunlight. That is a thing. Yeah, yeah. But he, uh, you know, he was told that, and then he found out he wasn't. And now he's like the Ray, and now he wears like his sting jacket and stuff. But anyways, mm-hmm. so he's also, from what you need to know, he's also a very good computer programmer. Oh man, computers guys. He's a hacker, hacker dude. He's very good at tech. He's the guy that you call to uh, install your, uh, you know, Word. You know, <laughs> he's the one that helps you with the email. He helps. Uh, he helps, you know, uh, you know, he, he, he helped set up uh, Wonder Woman's inbox. Oh, yeah. Trans- no. so he, she she was like, hey, uh, how do I filter out Bruce at Batman dot com? 
<laughs> no, it was, uh, I don't know what it was at, but it, his email address in Batman v Superman pops up as Bruce Wayne. Right. Which, what the fuck? Bruce Wayne 6969. Yeah. At, at Bruce.com. At, Bru- <laughs> at Bruce.com. At com. <laughs> but like, why? Why? That that upset me, I think, more than most of the rest of the movie, because if he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective and like hiding his identity and so good at this shit, why the fuck is it coming from Bruce Wayne? What is wrong with you? Because he, he did not have the, the ray and he did not watch CSI Cyber. That's he, why. And apparently everybody in this fucking movie is stupid as dick. Yeah. All right. Anyway, continue. So the ray, uh, I think this is a flashback of him buying uh, computer programming. Oh, he goes and he buys like a computer program. Like, just, he bought, what's it called? Dark? Dark Invader. And he's like, hey, guy at the store, can I have that? And the guy's like, yeah, it costs you, like, over 100 bucks. So he buys it. And he's like, it runs on, U-. there's like a computer truck. He's like, yeah. it runs on Unix? So, yeah. I've got- so he, like, takes it home and he puts it in. But he also says here, so this is, I think, this is why I question what happens in this book, because I believe he is high. <laughs> because it says. He might be. He's installing this program on his computer. And he says, this is going to be really cool. Bypass all this user interface crap. Insert Ray Terrell's custom compiler. A few strings of random in- instruction code just to keep me on my toes. A pinch of oregano. Oh, yeah. And I was like, you mean weed? Like- are you going to do a bowl? <laughs> That's the thing. That's why I'm like, maybe the reason this comic book doesn't make any sense is because it's actually happening while he's high. Oh, uh, okay. Fair <laughs> enough. So he... he- but does the computer shit, and all of a sudden this guy appears. Well, it's Death Mask. That's it. So, so basically, what? So like he conjures a computer construct. Well, you know, he, cre- he created Death Mask because Death Mask was a training, supposed to be a training exercise for him as the Ray. Right, but it's not in his computer. It's like outside of it. Well, right. He created it, but it became sentient, and now it's right. like he's, it's computer fucking shit. Well, he seems happy about it because he says, let's try the voice. He's like, yes. Because this guy is standing outside his computer is like, all right, let's try the voice Because back. this is a flashback. Is that what this is? This is a flashback. Because this is why it's colored gray. It's kind of like uh, Lady Dynamite. Oh, I get it now. Because now it's his present day and it's like end game and he's got to fight this thing. I want to count <laughs> of how many comic books are titled end game. All of them. They, I can't even, even a Highlander movie is called I Endgame. I think on this show alone, we've done at least 12. Probably. They're all fucking called Endgame. Yeah. I want to start a Tumblr that's just pictures of the word Endgame inside of comic books. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So basically, uh, and this is where like a lot of shit kind of just kind of gets confused, you know, because it's not this just a lot of... This is why I was so confused. It's a lot of fighting and a lot of wham and right. blazing and if, whooshing. If you're dumb like me and you didn't understand that that first page was a flashback, basically it goes from a guy standing, like sitting in his computer looking at a construct to two dudes punching each other in the face outside near a car. And yeah. you're like, what the fuck? What? What? And it never says like flashback. There's no little helpful narration boxing. You just kind of have to guess. And if you're dumb, like myself, uh, you don't pick up on it. Um... Yeah, so basically you just have a bunch of this, and there's like a kid, there's like a, he's, he's trying to defend this. Uh, it's a child him. I don't understand where this kid comes from. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what this kid is. He's a it's, a. it's a child Ray. Child version of the Ray or whatever. And they're like outside, and there's fighting, and the kid's like, I'll help you, Ray. But then we do have to talk about this. 
Oh, what the Batman? Which is an Forever? ad. Yes, so it's an ad for Batman Forever. Well, if you order Batman Forever on pay per view, yeah, pay per view Batman it, Forever. And save the forty dollars on admission to Six Flags. Yeah, it's the year's biggest hit. But you can get forty dollars off of admission at Six Flags, which means even back then it was still fucking overpriced. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean Six Flags was probably I, like eight hundred dollars ago and yeah, you're like you're like, basically paying now? you're getting forty dollars, which is basically what you would pay on pay per view to watch the movie. Yeah. Maybe 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 actually it's maybe twice as much. Yeah. The movie the, the movie was twenty and you get you're gonna it's a little bit of a deal, but not really. But like now, can't you bring like a Pepsi can? You can literally bring can cans. Sixty bucks off now or something. You could be like a dude on the street and be like, Hey, look at that Pepsi. All right, yeah. I'm gonna go to Six Flags. Let me ride that roller coaster. Mm, six Flags. Because they probably had a Batman-themed shit there. They do have Batman-themed shit there. Yeah. There's the one by my uh, house where I grew up, and they had, like, a ride that was just, like, a basically, like, the swings where you sit on the swing and it spins. Yeah. But it had, like, a big bat symbol on the top, so, of course, I wanted to ride it. So, <laughs> uh, funny story about Six Flags. <laughs> I have one, too. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, mine's really quick. Basically, when I was, you know, growing up, uh, Growing up, they changed it over from what was originally called Darien Lake, which is a town in uh, Western New York that had this uh, amusement park called just called which is called Darien Lake, and they had all these roller coasters there. And it became a Six Flags Darien Lake, and they opened it up, and they ended up having the Superman Man of Steel ride. Oh no! Right, and the first I don't know if it was the first ride, but it was like very early on, maybe the first day, like. A really, really fat guy rode the roller coaster and was not fully in, and he fell off the roller coaster. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, I but I think he lived because I think it was like as it was part coming in, he went ah, you know, and he fell out, and it was kind of like this big to do, and like you know, the radio station, the guy didn't die. The radio station was like, oh, fat guy, man of steel, more like man of fat, or whatever, whatever jokes that they did that yeah, nineteen ninety eight or whatever. No, because the, the amusement park near me used to be called Elages, but yeah. now it's called Six Flag Elage Gardens. And they used to have this ride, it was called the Rainbow. Yeah. So it's like this big, long thing that holds like 40, 50 people, and it just goes up and down, right? Everybody sits on it and just goes up in like a big circle. It's actually kind of fun. So they closed it down, and they fixed it up and like got all these new harnesses or whatever, and like the day or two after they opened it, there was this, unfortunately, like mentally disabled teenager who was riding it, and he did not like the harness, and he was really small, and he actually was able to like get out of it, and he fell off and he died. Mm. Mm-hmm. But that was not my Elish Garden story. My Elish Garden story is, and I will keep it quick. It is the site of the worst date I've ever been on. Oh, I don't think I've ever heard of this. <laughs> no, but I've known you for eight years. I know. I went on a date with some guy when I was younger, and he insisted on going to Elish's. And I really didn't want to because I knew it was super expensive and it was weird for a first date because we were going to be there all day. Yeah. So I tried to talk him out of it and it didn't work. So we ended up going and needless to say, it was the most miserable date I've ever been on in my life. <laughs> so don't first date at an amusement park. Go with no. Because well, you're there the whole time. That's and, the thing. And, and you it, can't leave. If it doesn't work, you're stuck there. And you're like, oh, my God. You can't because you, you're already invested on actually going to a bunch of things there. Yes. You know, you can't just walk in and be like, this date sucks and right. leave. 
Right. You know, it's not like a arcade or right. A, it's not like oh, let's go meet for coffee or even a movie. Like, like you can walk other. out of a movie, right? You can walk yeah. out. You can you can go to the, tell dates like this date sucks and go to the bathroom and be like leave. Right. Well, I mean, like if you had a cup of coffee, like you're only there for that cup of coffee, and then you're like, oh, you know, if this works, we can stay longer. But if not, we can leave. But when you're in Elidge's or an amusement park and you spent a shit ton of money to get in there, you can't. You gotta buy leave. Italian ice after you get off of the fart coaster. Yeah. You know, well, you no. Gotta... In the entire time we were there, he complained about how expensive it was, even though I literally spent an entire, I think, day trying to talk him out of going here because it was so expensive. And then he complained about how expensive it was, even though I paid for myself. Blech. It was like literally like every single thing we did. He was like, this is really expensive. And I was like, okay. <laughs> that man was not me. Because I, I would actually probably, I mean, if we went to a thing, I probably would be okay with it. But I probably wouldn't have picked to go that on first nope. date. No, it, it, to the point where like on the way home, I had, I you know how I get to a, a point where I'm no longer nice? Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, it got to the point where like on the way home he had like literally every other thing out of his mouth was how expensive it was and i finally started i like i lost my shit i was like i told you not to come here i did not want to go here in the first place and all you did was bitch about how expensive it was take me home oh boy we didn't speak for the rest of the ride and i just got out of the car and that was the last, I, I never saw him again Mm. the end <laughs> mm. so yeah that was it was not a good date <laughs> don't go to amusement parks kids no even no, when i man. tried to sub- change the subject like i would be like oh yeah no it totally is wow isn't this ride fun like he would write back to how expensive it was well because he's a sucky person oh it was terrible anyway so the ray is <laughs> is not on a date <laughs> you can tell that we're not uh, look, this comic book doesn't make any sense it's hard yeah we're trying that's what i was kind of like we're like because because there's all this stuff look, uh, sorry guys but um so basically a bunch of this tech stuff is fighting you know yeah. and there's uh let's see here's a star wars reference where he's like that bad star wars rap i'm like i don't know what that meant cause i think because he's like this, this death mask is like talk he's like once again your time to resume your lessons maybe it's like a yoda thing I yeah don't but i i mean i'm like okay that's not that big of a star wars reference right like he's not like i'm the death star or whatever <laughs> <laughs> on solo and he's like shut up oh but so okay so um <laughs> real quick we have to do another quick aside here and we'll try to keep this quick here but uh so there's an ad here for wonder woman uh issues coming up um, excuse me, and it's uh the John Byrne run of the second series, or of the you know the the rebooted '80s series, and uh, so the image is just says it's just a blast from the past, and you have Wonder Woman and her whoever that is, mm, kid. L- little uh, fucking, it's like I don't know, she had a little kid sidekick back in the '90s, whatever. Uh, not Wonder Girl. Uh, and she's being attacked by the Flash, but. He's doing windmill arms. He's just doing one wind, one arm as a windmill, <laughs> and he's doing it so. It just and it's drawn because it's like it's drawn, you know. As you supposed s- to be, he's going so fast. He's going so fast, and you so you see his arm at all these multiple angles, you know, and it, and it just it just looks ridiculous. And I don't know the context behind it because this is blast from the past. I'm like, what? He just shows up and he's like, hey, fop, 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 fop. you know, check what I can do. And she's like, oh no, don't do that in public, you know. And and then some little because there's a kid here. I don't know who this kid is. I don't know. 
So maybe we should have to read that book. I would like to find that book because I, I want to know about Flash's windmill arm. I don't give a fuck about that kid, though. I, uh, that looks like something stupid. I don't like when they put kids in comic books. Is that okay? Well, you don't like Damian Wayne, so there's a... No, I don't like kids in comic books at all. Yeah. Children, like, there's a fucking child sidekick in this one, and I'm just like, go away. Yeah, so... Go away. Nah, man. See, yeah. and speaking of child sidekick, this is when, as a... Because there's, you know, back in this reality because sometimes it kind of goes between like the tech world and yeah. reality and it's kind of hard to tell because like sometimes you're in a car and then other times there's like circuitry everywhere yeah it, it's and it's really kind of hard it's it's actually it's, really hard to tell what's going on yeah because it, there's a lot going on there's a lot of explosions there's like the the way it's drawn yeah it's like very kinetic and it's just kind of like uh what the fuck like yeah yeah. That's a good. That's a good. Actually, a good word. Kinetic. There's a yeah. lot of what's going on here, and it's, it's just, very. It's really hard to focus on one thing. On like, like this page we're looking at here has what, like five panels. Yeah. But the way they're drawn, there's. It's hard to focus on those panels because of the way that they're drawn. Yeah. And because there's like a big border around them that has stuff happening in it, and like every panel has stuff happening, and like there's explosions and thooms and lights, and 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 it's just like whoa. It's it's really I did not like this book very much. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So there's like some little kid who's in the car who looks like a mini version of the Ray decides to child Ray. Child Ray. He decides to like unleash some of his his powers. Sure. And some uh, of that sun allergy all over the place. Yeah, he's shooting in the you own know, the and the Ray is trying to uh, you know not over exert himself. He overexerts himself, and you know, and uh, apparently his clothes almost burn off. Yeah, he's like going so hard that his clothes almost burn off. But I thought he was wearing like armor. I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, he just I, used, I thought his jacket was a thing that he did, but he just kind of, you know, apparently he could burn that off. And then, sure. so then he, but then the little kid comes to his rescue. Fuck you, kid. Because he comes again. Because he's about to be, uh, but he's about to like. It's like this thing where the like, death mask is like. He's like he's got. He doesn't have. Uh, yeah, the ray exerted himself too much with all of his sun energy, all of his light energy and he's like i'm done you know and death mask is like i'm gonna do it and he's like do it you know sure. yeah i'm gonna punch you in the face and destroy you and then punch me but, ah, but the little boy avenge ray, me avenge me you know and the little boy ray shows up to uh well just as he does that i feel like he also something happens where I don't know, he zaps something, and then little kid's like, oh, fuck, what did I just oh, no, do? Oh, no, 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 he gets, he gets okay, so the so Death Mask, or Death Ray, or whoever, zaps the fuck out of, or absorbs, does something where it looks like he absorbs the ray. into the ray. Yeah. Because that's how, now he looks like he is on a cover. Right. And just as he's doing that, the little kid shows up, and he's like, oh, no, oh, no, what happened? And he's like. I have one. Death Ray lives. You know, right. no, he's Death Ray. He's not Death Mask. He's Death Ray because oh, like, he has the Ray. He absorbed him. I, I get, get it. it. I get it. I get it. This child looks like he's wearing footy pajamas. Uh, yeah. But like the worst footy pajamas. <laughs> They're not like fun ones. They're like sad ones. Because <laughs> it's supposed to be like his little uniform, and it just looks. Sad. He kind of looks like Captain Marvel a little bit. Yeah, a little he has bit. like a little like Captain Marvelish kind of cape. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just looks silly. <laughs> anyway, so now Death Ray is like, I'm Death Ray. Like, yeah, and then like then we're inside Death Ray. We're in some sort of like it's, it's like in the light force. So it's well, basically like the speed force, yeah. but like for light. Yeah, there's a light there's a light yeah, there's a light force 
that he kind of has a thing with. And he's in there and he runs into like the other Ray, another version of the Ray. And they like hug each other or something. Yeah, they have some sort of like, oh my God, it's so good to see you. Because like, yeah, because his father is in there and his father's like, what the hell did you do, son? He's like, don't call me son and I'll take orders from you. And Oh, yeah, because everybody has daddy issues in comics. Yeah. There can't be anybody who actually likes their father. (laughs) Even Superman had to have like a weird relationship with him. And apparently, though, but something he's like, he's not dead, but he says something like he... He's been sucked into the life force. He's sucked into the life force. Apparently, some sort of, like, evil, like, tick of the life force. Oh, that's right. It's like a like a, a, a sentient parasite. It, no, it's not... I mean, obviously, but it's like a parasite, basically. And it came, and it attached himself on his shoe. This is, this is, this is what's happening. Yeah, it attached himself on his shoe. And he apparently, so he hugged his dad. It passed it on to him. Right. Then when he came home, and he passed it, he passed it on, and his dad passed it on to Jenny, who worked on the computer. Who worked on the computer that the Ray has, some Ray has right. to set up his battle simulation. And pro- she passed this light tick into the computer while the battle simulation program was up, and now, okay, because yeah, because apparently she was trying to hack his computer. To get into like his journal to find him, sure, because he's such a good hacker. Whatever. So he had it all encrypted. Mm-hmm. Okay, I kind of get this now, and uh, no, I get it. I just think the a light tick is stupid. It's, it, this is this is yeah, and then so death mass became sentient, right? Because you know, of the light tick. Oh man, I get it. So it makes so much sense now. Not really. No, it's just uh, really fucking dumb. It's just kind of like, eh, like okay. that's how it happened. That's why we have this sentient guy, and now there's like circuits and zapping, and so now there's a bunch of talk. What is he like? I, I have to manually over string together a scripting program. So basically, he's trying to like virus the guy out. Yeah, and he's basically it's basically it's like a if if, if Silicon Valley were an action movie, yeah, this would it be could it. be it could this could be like a scene oh, in it. You know what this is? This is, you know, every single movie you've ever seen where they're like desperately trying to upload a virus to something yeah. while like driving in a car. Like a fucking uh, like in Fast Fear, what Fast 7 or Fast yeah. 8 or whatever. Like that's what this is. Yeah. That's exact. It's the comic book version of that scene. And that scene is never fun. Yeah. It's boring. And it's stupid because you know they're going to upload it. You're not no, worried no, no, about no. it. No, not every time they do. I think not every do. time does it work out. But they still win. I guess. Sure. You know, there's always a thing that has to be. Uh, yeah. You know, it has to be you know, some sort of Desus Machina or whatever. It's always like some guy's typing really, really fast and like, hurry, hurry, hurry. I'm like, I'm almost in. I'm almost in. It's that scene. How could you type so good <laughs> when you're driving like that? When they're like, zoom, zoom. And you're like, I can type, I can type, I can type. I, I can't type. I can't. I can't type normal <laughs> sitting I, yeah. on a couch, <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, I'm not, I mean, I, I could get by. Well, I have, you know, we have like an IM feature at work and like, I'll type something out really quick. I can't tell you the number of times I have to go back and like correct myself because of all the fucking typos. Yeah. And I'm sitting still. So, uh, light boy is fighting death, light re- death ray. And just as about shit's about to go down, uh, Jesus Christ, it's taking forever. I know. Uh, he, st- he starts uh. like choking this kid with like 
light. But it's not the light. It's like the know. dark force. I like it's like little strings of the dark force. So he's like fucking. Uh, who's uh, who's a dark force guy? I don't know. Dark. I'm trying to think of a guy in uh, DC. Dark man. No, like there's got to be somebody that has like the ability. Shadow man. <laughs> Shadow man. Shadow thief. That's an actual character. Shadow Thief, yeah, he's a, but he doesn't do anything like that. He's just kind of like, it's a shadow and like... He can just dissolve. He kill, he, he's he, like Mirror Master, but he just dissolves into shadows instead of mirrors. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. And so he's about to be... There's kill- so many fucking forces in DC. <laughs> there, there force, is. Dark Force, Light Force, uh, emotional- Atari, Atari Force. Is there an Atari Force? Well, there was in the 80s. Oh, shit. Can we bring that back? You know what? I is think it's they... just space invaders. Is it like that episode of Futurama where the space invaders come down? <laughs> no. <laughs> He's like, I got this two liter bottle of Shasta and my all rush mixtape. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not like that. Yeah. Um, but as. Uh... Okay, so as he's doing that, then the ray somehow comes out and separates himself from. Uh... He, yeah, he separates himself. He's back. He's like outside of the. Death mask, death mask, death ray, death dude, whatever. He's he's out, and then that guy is computered. Yeah, like, no, 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 like, no. The, death mask is still standing. He just separated himself, and they're like, "Oh, you're alive," you know, because he comes out to reunite with this kid and the thing. And they're like, oh, "Where's he now?" I was like, "Oh no!" And they're like, "Oh yeah, no, look, we're he's still standing there. Oh, so we still got to deal with that." And I think in the wow. next issue, he gets, you know, he dies. Computered. Not not the ray, but the, I know. the death mask. He gets computered. He gets computered. <sighs> computer apostrophe D. Uh, and then yeah, and that's uh, that's it for the issue. Actually, that's how it ends. It's yep. just it's just him being like, oh no. People can't see me, but I'm sadly shaking my head. <laughs> uh, so that's it for the ray. Uh, number twenty three from May nineteen ninety six. <laughs> Would you read the next issue of this? No, no, I don't even know what the fuck happened to this issue. Yeah, I, I don't care. I wanted to try the reg. I mean, because there, there's some stuff about this uh, book that actually I'm, I am interested in, but I don't know. I, I would want to catch up from like the beginning. Yeah. And I think there's like a trade or something that you can get that's uh, from the miniseries that kind of updates you on some of that stuff. So I might just do that because I kind of I, I like the way he looks and I like the concept of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. I just, you know literally came in the middle of some complete bullshit and i'm like well, who who's yeah what the fuck like what I was like uh, unless if you're like a hardcore ray fan you've been re- you're reading this book in 1996 you, you know, know you're not you're probably not gonna be on board so correct uh okay well that's it for that one we'll come back uh with more bullshit <laughs> and uh we'll be with right that hey hi how are you i'm jamie flam and i'm the artistic director of the hollywood improv Basically, that means I'm the one responsible for booking comedians, producing shows, and making sure every night at the club is magical. You might even call me the gatekeeper. Okay, so not really, but maybe. I don't know. Uh, Outside of my job at the Improv, I also perform and write comedy, which means I sit in front of many gatekeepers myself. It's an interesting dynamic, but it's helped me learn a lot as well. Now I host a podcast about it. Each week, I talk with bookers, producers, decision makers, performers, and more. Hey, uh, this is Cole Stratton. This is Janet Varney. This is Troy Conrad. This is Todd Glass, and you're listening to Gatekeeper. It's an inside look at the art of saying yes and no. Also, there are sound effects. 
Be sure to subscribe to Gatekeeper on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find more info at sideshownetwork.tv. All right, we're back here on Worst Collection over here on Sideshow Network, uh, back with our second book of the week. Uh, we are jumping right into it. It is The Shroud. Mm-hmm. Number uh, three. Yep. Sh- what? Oh, yeah. We can talk about the cover, yeah. So The Shroud, number three, from May 1994. Um, so The Shroud is a DC guy or a Marvel guy mm-hmm. who I don't, he, he kind of just shows up in things. Yeah. He's, he's a shower upper. He yeah. just shows up in stuff and he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't really do much other than like show up for a few issues and like fight with the hero, you know, fight, he fights with the hero. He fights on their side. He does, right. you know, whatever. And then he goes away and Fun then he fact. shows up in another book. What? Fun fact. He is also another blind Marvel hero. He is another Brian Overhill, and and you'll be interested to know he is pretty much the combination of Batman and Daredevil. Yes, that's exactly yeah, Batman and Daredevil wearing the Spectre's cloak, but it's all black. But it's black, and that's exactly what he is. And he's got like bugs on his hat. He got a bug on his hat. Yeah. So basically, so basically, okay. So I'll I'll just give you a quick for a one on him because you this is kind of you know. I guess I, I, I like talking about these characters because I, I like being how interesting I sound. Um, <laughs> so the so the so he based so so the, the the shroud his parents were killed in front of him. Really? Yeah. No. No, I'm serious. And so he was like in I'm an go- alleyway after a theater. A theater. <laughs> no, it was after it was after it was after a it bad was after date. Hamilton. It was after a bad date at a roller coaster. <laughs> The dad, was, the dad was like, "This is really expensive. We don't know why he brought the cans." Shoot, shoot, dead. <laughs> no. I actually would hope it was outside of a Hamilton show. <laughs> the kids like walking That's, around. He's like, "Alexander that, Hamilton." You, you know what's gonna happen? To, what, what? Alexander Hamilton. Like, no. Like, oh no! Don't see that. What's gonna happen? Somebody's gonna hear this. And be like, "Yo, we got reboot Batman again." <laughs> It's gonna come and out of Hamilton. It's gonna come out of Hamilton. And after he sh- and, then, and, then, and then the Lin Manuel can come out and he can like do a rap and then they'll just be the you know the kids will love it because the big yeah it's Hamilton. Woo, Hamilton. And it's like Batman too. Shit, Hercules Mulligan, bitch. Like yeah. <laughs> it's inevitable. It is. It is. Now it's all instead of Zorro, it's now Hamilton. Please be. <laughs> what did he see? What are they seeing in Batman v Superman? Was it Excalibur? Yes, it was like Excalibur. Fucking Excalibur. Right. Some random movie. Probably some movie <laughs> that like Zack Snyder was like, oh, I'm not going to. Yeah. I, I think it's a real movie. No, it's a, it's a real movie. And yeah. there's like a somebody meant there was something in some article that mentioned like Excalibur and like why it was weird that they picked it. Because it's a random fucking movie. Yeah, but there was some, I don't remember. I mean, it's but. not. It's. I mean, I know of it. You know, yeah, I'm certain no. that maybe it was a movie that. Zack Snyder was like, I love this when I was a kid. I didn't even tell the spoilers to anybody, which is why you shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my iPhone video of me begging you not to tell the spoilers. You guys, did you, did, did, okay, I don't I know. I wonder if anybody else No, because we, we saw it on Thursday. We did. We saw it on Thursday, and there was a, a thing in the very beginning, because we saw it again, and it wasn't at the beginning. But, no, it was it was very, but it was a different theater we saw it at, too. We saw it at the Arclight out here, and fucking Zack Snyder shows up at the beginning on a shitty iPhone movie yeah. video, and he's like, hey... 
don't tell, you know, when you're seeing this movie, don't tell everybody about it that hasn't seen it yet because that's how movies are supposed to be. Look at my tattoos. Goodbye. Yeah, it was kind of like, the more you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was, no, was just kind of like, fuck you. Yeah, we're like, no, but it's like, everybody. I'm not going to tell anybody about this, but I mean, don't know it sucks. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to say anything. <laughs> don't worry. People will tell people it sucks. They're not going to say anything, but they're going to know. <laughs> Which, actually, did you hear about this real quick and other Bivis news? Bivis. Bivis. <laughs> <laughs> so the director's cut is coming out, right? Oh, I can't wait. Which awesome. Can't wait to see that. But an apparently- extra thirty minutes of footage making it a three hour <laughs> movie. Please let it be an extra half hour of bat of Superman just eating the flowers he bought. <laughs> Just cooking and be like they're not cooking. Uh, anyways, because you, well, you, you know, when you if, if you didn't see Batman, uh, everyone who listens to this podcast has either seen Batman v Superman or has made no, no, a, a conscious choice not to. No, and I'm wondering if they know about the our, our theory about how. Oh no, Clark. When in the in the first scene where he shows up and he's like, "Hey, Lois honey, is in the bathtub." Lois is in the bathtub. He's like, "Hey, honey, how was how was Africa? I bet it was exciting, you know." And she's, she's like, like, "People died." And he was like, "I'm going to make you dinner," and all he has is a bag full of flowers. He, you, all can tell, a, you can tell there's nothing in it. It's one of those horrible Hollywood things where they can't even fucking bother to put where anything they filled in it with, Where they filled it with a bunch of paper and they just put yeah. a bunch of flowers at the top. Yeah. And they're like, here, just tell her you're going to do this. And so Sean's theory is that he was going to cook the flowers. Which I don't understand why you walk in it. You can't just put it down on the counter. because you yeah, you're go- in the fucking bathroom. You bring it in the bathroom. Like I mean, I, unless that's where their front door is. Like, so, so next time, <laughs> that's a better question. Next time I'm in the toilet, and if you go shopping and you come in, I want you to come in with all the groceries and t- talk to me. But I, and just put them all on the ground and just I, be like, "Hey, look, I bought some silly <laughs> pasta." But like, that's him walking in for the very first time. Is that their front door? Yes. Yes. It's yes. in the fucking bathroom. You have to go through the bathroom to get to the living room. Like this is an illegal apartment, you guys. It's really hard to find housing in Metropolis. It's just it's literally just like a toilet in the middle of the thing. We just put a, we we just built a toilet in here. Yeah, this is where unless you want to use the one down the hall. Or maybe maybe this is it. Maybe actually I have a theory. Maybe <laughs> in in on Krypton, the toilets were when you walked into the the room. We didn't always do. Maybe you don't always know what the architectural uh, deal was with Krypton. Yeah. So maybe they had toilet. You just walked right in, and toilets were there. You know, it could be toilets and bathtubs. Well, because you, you know, know, sometimes you get home, and you're like, I really got to pee. Toilet right there. You know what? I like that idea. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I like it. <laughs> Can we talk about how the Shroud's parents died while seemingly seeing Hamilton again? <laughs> yes. Okay. So anyway, his parents died even to, after seeing Hamilton, and <laughs> they... Um, well, I didn't get to make the point I was going to make real oh, quick. What was your point? So apparently the... The so, Bivis News. The Bivis News. So apparently the uh, the cinematographer, or the somebody that worked on the film, somebody big that worked on I think it was a cinematographer, watched the... He, he originally said that he, he went... He went, he tweeted, he goes, meh, not that good. Oh, shit. Right? <laughs> and then he watched it again. He goes, you know what? It's really great. Oh, yeah, because somebody got to him. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait to see this footage. I am, I don't know why. I, I don't know why we subject ourselves to this, but I cannot wait. No, we're going to be the only assholes who buy that fucking DVD. Oh, yeah. <sighs> we're the worst. Anyway, so Shroud, Hamilton, all that stuff. So Shroud, so basically the Shroud, he was like, I'm going to become justice, Right. So he went and he got a, he actually went to college. He wasn't like Bruce Wayne. He went to college mm. and got a criminal degree. Oh, yeah. And then he went like to learn how to fight across the world. And he went to like this cult of Cali. 
Okay. Which is why he's got the shroud stuff and all that. And apparently they gave him like this mark on his face where they blinded him, but it also gave him his daredevil powers. Oh, I get it. Okay. So now he, and then he just kind of, and then he kind of, what he was doing was going around, uh, to different uh like crime organizations being like hey i'll help you because i'm the shroud right and and then he just kind of fucks with them on the inside and kind of ruins them yeah you know and that's kind of like his deal yeah so anyways the uh, shroud the shroud stanley presents the shroud mm-hmm. stanley has no idea who the shroud is no he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> um so the first thing we see though this is number three this is a this is a miniseries uh-huh. four issue miniseries and he so we're number three and it says, and it's on the cover, because real quick on the cover, he's fighting this woman with a similar mark on her head. Yeah, and she's all bald except for a ponytail. So she's like one of those guys. There's a lot of ponytails in this book, actually. She's she's one of those guys who's like, I'm losing my hair except for right here at the back. <laughs> Holding on to it for as long as I can. Uh, that's a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so she shows up and she's there. And her, name is, her name is Callie, her mission kill. Sure. Goddess of death. All Whatever. right. So the first scene we see is first thing we see is uh the shroud. It looks like he's being like grazed by a bullet. Right. In the ear. In the ear. Now what's funny yes. about this is that on the opposite page, the ad is for Naked Gun thirty three and a third, which right. the poster is Frank Drebin uh shooting a bolt gun and you see the bolt kind of sp- ricocheting off everything. Right. So it kinda know. kinda looks like this bullet is the one that's also hitting the shroud. Right, so it kind of looks like, yeah, it kind of looks like the bullet is a magic bullet and it hits a shroud, mm-hmm. which uh, is kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and uh, so basically, you know, he's... It's people trying to take out the shroud. They're trying to take him out. Oh, because, and... no, I remember what's coming. He's trying to get into this place. Yeah. This, like, I don't know, fortified place. And so they're trying to get him because they knew he was coming. So yeah. he takes them down because he is... Yeah, they, they, dare they, Batman. They dare bat. Uh, they so dare bat. Frank dare bat. Um, <laughs> he so he basically they're like, yeah, he's dead, and he's like, all right, and he's like, no, he's not. Nope. You know, he flips people over. Like, I don't know what the physics are here. They're dragging I, him. I and don't He stands know up and then he like that works. switches them with his arms. Sure. You know, because he's so strong. Trained in the art of trained in the art of fight. King. Yeah, uh, and then he you know, uses guys a human shield, and then we uh, go to this girl, uh, terribly drawn girl, by the way. Yes, she yeah. has no uh, internal organs, none, she, none. That's uh, the first I saw. I'm like, I'm like, how how do you life? She doesn't, uh, unless her stomach is in her hips. She does not life. So <laughs> she's one of those like she's wearing like mom jeans, but yeah. she's also wearing like you know one like of the- a, so you, like a really tiny shirt that shows side boob. Yeah. Yeah. The nineties were all about side boob. Yeah, side boob's coming back. Side boob's making a comeback. Well, side boob's been making a comeback for a long time. Yeah, side boobs. Was there a newsletter I missed about this? Yeah, no, we all get them. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a side boob come making a comeback. <laughs> it just gets in the shows up in the mail. Yeah. Uh, and like, oh, good. Now I know which body part to sh- showcase. Well, here, here's, here's this. This is what uh, I thought was funny is that she's like, well, I got this file on the shroud. I guess I can get rid of it. Right. Because they, she thinks he's dead just because she saw that guy shoot at him. Yeah. But apparently did not see the part where he rallied and kicked all of her men's asses. Yeah. So she's like, guess I don't need this anymore. Click, click, click. But I like, but I like this file because it's literally, she's like, oh, I guess there's never much to it anyways. And literally the file just says file name, the shroud, real name, unknown. <laughs> Base of operations, Los Angeles. 
criminal record linked to num a link to numerous crimes or sorry criminal record linked to numerous crimes never indicted. And I'm like, okay, all right, that doesn't look very official, but sure. <laughs> uh, so basically, yeah. So she she uh she yeah he he she, he's you know finished whooping these guys and then and then he shows up in her bedroom shows up in her bedroom and he was like. Hey, so I know that you work for the CIA. And she's like, What? What are you talking about? And he's like, No, shut up. Like, what are you like, doing? Like, I fucking know you really. And he's, she's like, Fine, yes, I work for the CIA. My husband is the king of fuck Africa. And no, he's not a king. He's just like a. No, he's a king. It's oh, a... is he really? Is he said, it says he's a king. Oh. Unless they call him the king. I thought she, there was it says... Mrs. Mrs. King. Her name, his last name is King. It's like Garrick King. That's his name. He's like some sort of uh, crime guy. His name, last name is King. Yeah, but I thought he was also a king. I don't know. He doesn't seem like a king. He's a drunk king. Drug king. Yeah, so drunk like she, she's a CIA operative. She worked her way into his inner circle. Yeah, so she works in her circle. Really she found I like out. that he's. I'm going to pretend he's really a king. Well, here's the thing. So she went like undercover so much that she just got married to him. Yeah, she got married to him. She's like, I found out what kind of girls he likes, and then I got and I just kind of like stuck it out, which is is working. But now you're fucking ruining everything. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, you know that's kind of what I do. <laughs> I'm the shroud, and she's like, Well, shroud, perhaps I can make it up to you by offering you. My extremely weird body. <laughs> I, could, I could offer you uh, whatever's here. I don't I have, have everything. No internal organs, so do not worry about pregnancy. I have no uterus. I'm There's no I, space for it. I'm missing everything in my abdomen. But don't worry, I can still take a dick. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of why, what she, was was that a missing panel? Which yeah, is like, well, I can still take, I can take seven inches in balls too. Yeah, well, that's why do you think the round started oh, laughing? And he starts laughing. <laughs> He starts laughing so loud that they have to actually, he doesn't go, ha, he goes, ha, 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 Yeah, like, huge, ha, 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 and he's like, whatever, laid him out. Uh, so he's not convinced of her ability to take seven inches and balls. No. <laughs> and then, uh, so then we jump to... Uh, his headquarters. His headquarters, because he has a team. I know, but this is so weird, because these guys, I know they're supposed to be, like, good guys, but they come off as henchmen. Pretty much. Right? They're very, they're very, like, nondescript... They're called cat and mouse. Cat and mouse. It's like one a, guy, one girl. One guy, yeah. I think. And I there's think... also, I think, a coloring error here. Why? So. Why? Because her hair is brown here and red here. No, or... it, no, no. I'll tell you here in a second. So, like, we go back to the 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 shitty apartment that is their hideout. Yeah. And they have like a scorpion guy. It's the it's the scorpion. It's the scorpion. It's Mac Gargan, the scorpion. For some reason, he's been captured. Here. He's been captured, and they're like, okay, well, you know, he's got a sedative or whatever. And he picks his little locks. Because he's, he's got shackles. To get out. So he gets out and he grabs this woman around the neck and he says, come here, blondie. Oh, but she's never blonde. No, she's not. That's why I say I think it's a coloring error. Like whoever colored this didn't read that panel or they did too late. And they were just like, too bad. <laughs> we're just going to pretend <laughs> that guy's colorblind. <laughs> come here, blondie. He calls everybody blondie. Yeah, he calls her a blondie. <laughs> come here, Deborah Harry. So... <laughs> 
who comes in but the shroud yeah the shroud and he, he starts fighting and this is it's actually not a bad fight no it's not bad it's pretty bad but i i like i like i've always liked the scorpion because he has like this outfit and it's just it's very like it's very uh it's very basic it's a very basic outfit but it looks really like dangerous yeah you know and I, i've always liked because he got the tail he's got the tail and you know and he's got his claws and he's just you know he's really you know he's just really dangerous and uh yeah, him and the him and the shroud have a fight, and then they're like, "Come on, boss, let's hop, hop in." He's like, "No, I got it," you know, and you know he's just using his uh fighting. Also, the, the shroud talked. He's one of those guys who has to have like weird speech bubbles. Yeah, I don't know why. I'm like, who cares? Yeah, they're like, always like different color. Like they're they're like slightly gray, and they're in boxes, kind of like yeah, uh, instead of like a regular bubble. Because that means he's kind of like talking like <laughs> you know. That means he's got some sort of special he, voice. He's got Christian Bale's Batman voice going. Yeah, yeah. So the the house ta- so the fight goes outside, uh, smashes in somebody's car. We get for some reason we get like a quick panel of like hoodlums. Yeah, I guess they were like st- gonna steal that car, and then the shroud and scorpion fell on it, and now they can't. So they're sad. Like just have a slash on a car. It's like that, that's like wasted. Like it was like oh, I gotta draw these guys with the hubcaps. I'm right? Like, they're like haha joke, and you're like yeah, it's not really. It's not that funny. It was yeah. kind of pointless here, but whatever. Yeah. So maybe uh, to like represent what a bad neighborhood the shroud hangs out in. No, he hangs out in Los Angeles. I wonder if he, wonder if he hangs out. Probably hangs out. Uh, wonder if he hangs out in Silver Lake. <laughs> Is that a bad neighborhood now? No, but maybe just maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe that's like yeah. You know, if the shroud was here now, he'd be like hanging out at like hipster places and stuff. You know, he has a he has a hipster hideout. <laughs> He's like this used to be a, a kind of weird area of town, and now it's so nice with all these coffee shops. The giant Starbucks down the street. Fucking man, that Starbucks is huge. Yeah, there's like a Starbucks like on La Cienega that is just open. It is quite because it used to be a Burger King. It is the biggest Starbucks I've ever seen. But they basically were just like, fuck it. We're just going to make the entire like it's like such a gigantic Starbucks. Plus drive through. Plus drive through. Which that's it, which, which is open sort of late. And yeah. It's great. Yeah. So God but like you go in there and you're like, why, why is there so much space in this Starbucks? But there's so much space. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so we get a lot of you know, so Scorpion gets away and and then he goes over to because uh, he's kind of like an you know, like a paid assassin kind right. of guy. And, and of course he doesn't take off his suit. He just puts a trench coat and a hat over it to go talk to his contact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just drags God, his tail. God forbid we would take the suit off. And he goes to see uh what's this fucking guy's name? Oh guy. No, I know. I, I should. Uh, I should know his name because he's a yeah, he's a part of the story. Yeah, but he's the one who calls up. Uh, what's her name? Callie. Callie. He's he's like, don't worry about it. We're gonna take care of him because we've got Callie. Lassiter. Okay, well that's what Lassiter. So Lassiter. So this is again. This is the '90s. He has a random ponytail. Everybody has ponytails. Everybody has long Peter Steele fucking hair. I'm assuming that if the shroud took off his shroud, he would also have a ponytail. <laughs> he would. He would probably have the longest ponytail. He would. Yeah. He would probably have a skullet with a ponytail. <laughs> and it would be gigantic. I mean, because hey, this Lasseter guy, it's like, he has a re- he doesn't have to. Well, that's like, everybody had that sort of hair thing. And that's just a mm. lot of work. Yeah, I know. Um. So anyway, so he shows. So Callie shows up. Uh, well, the what's his face is here. Scorpion. Uh, Scorpion's here, and she's all like, he's all like, "Hey, I'm supposed to be the one to take this job," and she's like, "Too fucking bad. Too fucking bad." And she like, you know, and then they start flirting, 
you know, because he's like, hey, I could do this all day, all night. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, is all she right. gonna fuck Scorpion, all right? Because you know, oh, does, he, yeah. does he take out a Scorpion dick, like? You know, because that's a because that's a full body costume. Like, how does he get that out? There's got to be like a way you can get your dick out to pee through those costumes, right? Either that, or you just like built- they like for spanks. They have like all spanks have like crotch hole. Yeah, like so you can like pull them aside so you can pee without taking your spanks off. Yes. Uh, I have don't like that, but that's a thing that exists. Yeah. So I'm assuming like maybe male costumes are like that too. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or you it's can a, get your dick out. Well, it's kind of like yeah, I man. Well, actually, well, <laughs> what? they if you I do remember in uh, Batman or Man of Steel Triple X. Oh yeah, <laughs> they do have uh, they do have access hatches. Well, no, okay. In fairness, Man of Steel Triple X, when Superman is who is he fucking Zatanna? Yes. Okay. If you notice, that suit just doesn't have... It just has a hole where his crotch is and his dick is just hanging out. So there's no, no access hatch. No, no, no. But but when Bizarro does his thing, he has an access hatch. Oh, does he? I, I remember that. Oh, see, I don't remember that. I just remember the one where Superman's fucking Zatanna and, like, it's just the normal suit except it's got, like, a hole and, like, his balls and his dick are just hanging out. It's really weird. This is not a show for kids, guys. <laughs> not that I've ever seen... Uh, Man of Steel XXX. I've only heard. <laughs> yeah. I've only heard tell. I've only seen pictures. Yeah, yeah. On the tumblers. I just know it's real. <laughs> so. So, anyways, so uh, so yeah, so it's just, so basically they set up like everybody here sets up like a a sting for uh, the shroud. The shroud, and they meet him on a boat. Uh, Staten Island Ferry, which it's kind of weird because because uh this girl's husband, the king, whatever he is, king, yeah. he's uh there to do like a transfer of money or something yeah, with uh, Lasseter. Yeah, do some business. And but they've already set up the sting because like because because the shrouds there to protect him. Right. And just as he's about to kind of step in to uh yeah, yeah so Lasseter meets King and he's you know Shroud's listening to him and he's there to help out but uh just as Scorpion comes and like grabs King King he's like Shroud help me but it's too late because uh Kaya or whatever her name is Callie Callie has grabbed the Callie's shroud. got to jump on the shroud which is supposed to be impossible because how dare how, how is that possible Right and then he's like, oh, that's right, I'm blind. <laughs> no, no, he's not blind. But no, he... but like, it says right there. It says, like, for the first time in a long time, he remembers that he's blind. But he's all... <laughs> it says that right there. No, it does. But it's also... Uh, no, because what happened is he has sensory perception. Right. So he should have known she was coming. Right, but she's so good. That but she's so good because she's kind of tied into, like, the stuff that he's already... T- you know, he's right. gave him the sensory perception that he didn't know she was coming. Mm-hmm. And so she gets to jump on him, and he's asking who's there and that's why they're like well that's a blind question with a blind man a blind man would ask that right but you know it's the first time that he because he can't actually see who it is right and uh and so she's like starts uh she's like i'm here in my spandex pants with cutouts we, we should got some serious legs yes yeah, she does yeah she ain't fucking around no 
She got. She does super squats. She got size. Yeah. She's about you know. She's her, got she a got, weird ponytail, she got, and she's got that like bug mark on her head. Yep. So she's about to fuck up. Uh, fuck fuck up him the up, shroud. and that's it. That's it. And then the next issue, Spider Man shows up to also fuck up the shroud. I'm assuming. Well, it's the, the way they're making it sound, it's like it looks Sp- like they fight, but that's not what happens. <laughs> Spider Man is the shroud versus everybody, including Spider Man. Right. And I'm assuming there's like a minute where they fight, and he goes, "Hang on." Why am I here? Oh, that's right to help you out. Right, of course, that's what always happens. You know, and that's uh, and that's it for the shroud. So, shroud. Uh, would you read the next issue of this? You know, probably. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, sure, shroud. I may. I think I have number two because I have to find one and four. Okay. But I have number two, so I might. I'm, I'm looking forward to reading reading the rest of this. I like. I like him. I really hope there's a a, a large section about how his parents died after hamilton i hope so too i hope i feel that would be uh that's that, that would even be, though it uh, didn't exist when this was published it's gonna be like just trust me guys there's gonna be a musical about alexander guys, hamilton alexander and hamilton gonna is gonna be, gonna be a real be fucking, big fucking thing it's gonna be the biggest deal so you guys get ready <laughs> um well that's it for this week's show thanks for listening uh you can find us on twitter i'm at angry hero sean on uh sorry angry hero sean S-H-A-W-N on Twitter and Instagram. Also my Tumblr, theangryhero.tumblr.com. And I'm at Jen Stansfield on Twitter and Instagram, jenstansfield.tumblr.com and jenstansfield.wordpress.com. And you can find uh, the show on iTunes, uh, everywhere you get your downloads, uh, you know, TuneIn, Stitcher, SideshowNetwork.tv. Please check out all of our shows. Rate and subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get the show. Tell us you enjoy it. Tell, you know, comment. Uh, give us five stars. Tell us, tell, tell a friend, tell people that you dig the show and, uh, we will, uh, we will continue to bring you fun content and talk about bad dates and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, legal seafood and all that stuff. You know, the stuff you really come here for. Yeah, yeah I think you do. I think people kind of like, you know, want to know more about these people. I'm like, well, now you're going to find out. <laughs> you're uh, in now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, yeah. You guys are, you guys are invested. You guys might as well, might as well just come live with us. That's it for this week's show. We'll talk to you guys again next time. Bye.